Merry Christmas from Frontline Records Rewind. This is your host for the day, Adele Meisenheimer, your executive producer. We wanted to put together a Frontline Artist Christmas Memories and Music Show. So we're actually calling up some of our beloved artists and asking them to share one of their Christmas time memories and talk about some music that they've written or arranged for Christmas. We have some really unique arrangements from our artists, so you'll have a good time hearing their version of Christmas today. Our first call is to Deliverance frontman and founder, Jimmy P. Brown. Hello. Merry Christmas, Jimmy. Hi, Adele. How are you? I'm good. We're doing a Christmas Rewind special show and so we're going to play some songs that are Christmas theme from our various artists. And so you've cool. got Silent Night. And uh, so I wanted to, uh, what we're asking the artists to do is just share a Christmas time memory, especially if you have one maybe oriented around that song, why you even recorded a Christmas song on an album and uh, what was going on maybe during that time period that just is a Christmas time memory to you. Oh, okay. Uh, hmm, I'll try my best. <laughs> the way Silent Night came about, obviously, What a Joke was an intentional album uh, to try to get thrown off the label. No no offense, but you know, you weren't running back then, so it was different. <laughs> um, but What a Joke was uh, just a weird, odd album full of a lot of joke songs, some serious songs. But Deliverance, we'd always... Uh, tinkered around with wanting to do the little drummer boy as a Christmas song. And, um, but, uh, it, it, for whatever reason, it just didn't come about. And, um, I tinkered around with like a, a rockabilly version of a silent night. And I thought it'd be a fun song. And so we, we, we tried it out and kind of made it deliverancey. Start started out all pretty and mellow and, and, and then, you know, just going to this kind of thrashy thing. And uh, so we went away from the rockabilly thing and went more thrashy, obviously, to stay in tune with, you know, what Deliverance was at that time. And, um, but we were, we knew the album was going to be released around Christmas time. And so I thought, you know, we don't have a Christmas song. And, uh, you know, of course, I always looked up to Michael and, and the guys in Striper and they had Winter Wonderland. And I thought, you know, let's do a Christmas song. And so George and I whipped out Silent Night, and that's how it happened. <laughs> Here's a traditional Christmas favorite with a metal twist from Deliverance, Silent Night, off their album, What a Joke.
Thank you. What about a, maybe a Christmas time memory also that maybe was going on even during the time that you were on Frontline or something like that that stood out? Maybe something you guys did musically or just an experience on the road? I don't know. Something something like that. Well, we always, we, we, we always tried to make it a point to not be on the road uh, during the holidays, um, mostly because we, you know, we were very family oriented I and mean, we, every one of us had, you know, wives and kids and the whole shebang. So we, um, we always tried to not be on the road during the holidays, like November and December. And obviously because the cold weather, we just didn't want to go out and experience, <laughs> uh, California boys, you know, uh, didn't want to be in New York city, you know, experiencing snow. So just, <laughs> but, um, I, you know, my fondest memory probably has to be uh during 1990 uh christmas because um uh, or 91 rather and I, it, was, it was so it would have been around the what a joke era because um you know deliverance had finally come to a place where we were making a little bit of money and uh you know i'd been slaving away at it since 1985 so you figure six years later you know nice to get a little bit of a check here and there and uh for your efforts and it was the first time i got to really buy uh, my, my, my wife and kids, something from 
my money, uh, as it were. And, uh, it, it, because, you know, from that point, you know, early on in the years of the marriage, you know, Helen was our breadwinner and, uh, and, uh, you know, cause she had the real job and I had deliverance, <laughs> but, uh, this was the first year, uh, I got to actually shower them with presents, uh, that, that came from my own, you know, quill as it were. So it, it felt good to uh, give that, give them that as the provider of the family. Cause from that point on, I became the main provider um, for the family. So it, it was, uh, it, that was definitely memorable for me. And it was nice to buy stuff for my parents and, and for, you know, I don't think I bought anything for my brothers and sisters cause they always had to fend for themselves. So. <laughs> but, but, it was, but it was cool to, to be able to buy for my parents and for my wife and my, my daughter, Deborah at that time. So, because uh, we just lived in a simple little apartment out in Bellflower, and uh, and uh, you know, kind of for the most part, lived just very mediocre. Very, I don't like to say you know like we were ghetto poor, but we were poor. So it was nice to be able to provide for them. And uh, not that gifts and everything is all what it's about. It's all about family. It's all about sharing. And but you always want to just give to those that especially you know supported you. And it was always important for me to give to Helen because Helen had been such a rock of support since I was 13 years old. And, um, she, she was always there. So it, uh, you know, Christmas is always special for us because of that. Um, because it's just, it's all about family. Perfect. Thank you so much. What a great, great story. And listeners will really enjoy that, Jimmy. I hope so. <laughs> I always try to be as real as possible, Adele. <laughs> you are, you are, friend, and I appreciate that. Well, we've taken enough of your time. I just, I wish you and your family just a blessed, wonderful, warm, love-filled Christmas. Thank you. And the same goes out from our hearts to you as well, because uh, Adele, you're just amazing, and uh, I love having you in our lives. It's oh, awesome. Thank you. It's it's my honor. Very, very cool. Mm-hmm. All right, sweetheart. Well, uh, you be good. You okay. take care of everybody in your stead, and <laughs> and, and I'll hear from you soon. All right. Yep. Merry, uh, Merry Christmas. Paul Kupek is most known as a founding member of One Bad Pig. He had fun writing and recording a couple albums under the name Bunch of Believers on Lil Buddy Records, a division of KMG Records. Hello, this is Paul. Merry Christmas, Paul. Hey, Merry Christmas. Is this Adele? It is. Awesome. How are you? I am great. How was your Thanksgiving? It was wonderful. It was really nice. How about you? Good. Yeah, we have a small family, but we were together. I cooked. I enjoyed doing the cooking on Thanksgiving. What about you? Well, we didn't cook. (laughs) (laughs) We uh, picked it up all ready to go from the local grocery store here. Nice. And just heated it up and served it up. But uh, we had a great time. Good. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm so blessed to have this label and work with the artists. And I love being in contact with everybody mm-hmm. you know via facebook or whatever and yeah yeah and although our main brand is frontline so i feel like the kmg artists don't get as much bang because it, <laughs> you know you kind of have to go with one name that's most recognizable sure. but we certainly oh, yeah. you know promote your music where we can <clears throat> on our website and facebook and things like that and i 
there's really some favorites. I mean, hey, I play Scala Lala every Christmas, so. <laughs> <laughs> cool. and, um, so that's why I wanted the, what we're doing is a Frontline Rewind Christmas special. I don't know if you've heard any of our broadcasts before. We It's available on the Frontline yeah. Records website as a podcast and iTunes, that kind of thing. And um, sure. so, you know, so this year we have, artists that have created such unique Christmas music that we really want to, mm-hmm. you know, let people know about it or remind people about it if they heard it in the past. And right. so I'm just reaching out to a few of you artists and asking you to share a Christmas memory and then we'll put the music on the show. And I think it's going to turn out really good. Cool. Sounds good. Good. So the maybe if you wouldn't mind sharing a Christmas time memory, even maybe even talking about how did you come about forming the group Bunch of Believers and putting this fun ska <laughs> music out there? I think people would like to know. And I'm going to let you share some things, and I'm just going to kind of keep quiet. Cool. Okay. Well, first of all, I love Christmas. I mean, who doesn't? You've really got to be a real Scrooge to not, to not love this time of year. And I've always loved Christmas music, uh, all kinds. And of course, I I played in a group called One Bad Pig for years, and we, uh, you know, were a bit more on the crazy, wild, and crazy side of the music spectrum. But I I loved all all styles of of music, and loved Christmas music. And when I had the opportunity with my kind of little studio project that I had done called Bunch of Believers kind of a, a ska band type of concept. When we had the opportunity to do a Christmas album, um, I just thought that that would be great. And, and and what my idea was, was to do maybe half of the album that were familiar Christmas carols, and and but just kind of, you know, punk them up, ska them up a bit, and, uh, and have a lot of fun with them. And then to write um, several original songs, uh, that we could do in, in our style also. And so that's what we did. We um, came up with some different uh, unique type of songs. One of them was called Snowball Fight. And um, I remember an, another one of the songs on that album that was uh, that was meaningful to me that I really enjoyed was called uh, Is There Room in Your Heart for Him? And obviously, we're talking about Jesus, which is the the meaning of Christmas. And I, I wanted to to write a song that talked about, you know, kind of the Christmas story uh, with Mary and Joseph, and looking for room in the inn, and there was no room. And then asking the question, you know, the modern day question: Is there room in your heart for Jesus today? And so uh, I had a lot of fun with those lyrics. It's it's kind of it's a little difficult to write a serious song when you're doing ska music because ska music is so fun and upbeat. And our whole vibe with Bob or a bunch of believers was was to have fun and to be a little sarcastic and funny and have funny lyrics and just a really like a party type of uh, sound, you know. Here's a bunch of believers from their Scala-la-la-la album, singing Room in Your Heart.
angel came down, appeared to a virgin in Nazareth town. He said, don't fear, Mary, my name is Gabe. Surprise, surprise, you're gonna have a babe. Yeah, you will conceive and bear a son. His name will be Jesus, he's the chosen one. She said, how can this be? I've never been with a man. Gabe said, don't worry, God's got a plan. Now Joseph was a pure man all of his life, and he was planning to make Mary his wife. But when he found out she was with child, he said, I made a mistake, this girl is wild. An angel said, Joe, things may seem hairy, but don't be afraid to marry, Mary. A decree went out that all should be taxed. So Joseph and Mary did what Caesar asked. They traveled on a donkey to Bethlehem. But when they arrived, there was no room at the end. Is there room in your heart, honey? Is there room in your heart, honey? Is there room in your heart for him? Is there room in your heart for him? No room, no room, the innkeeper said. But you can go out to the stable instead. So under one big bright star in heaven, a child was born. A son was given. It was a humble beginning for Christ that day. They put him in a manger on a bed of hay. While shepherds watched their flock that night, they were frightened by a bright white light. An angel said, news I bring. Go to Bethlehem and seek the boy king. Then wise men came, spared no expense, brought gold and myrrh and frankincense. Everyone came to the manger scene. The cattle were lowing, whatever that means. Worshiping the Christ child, bowing down low. And that was 2,000 years ago. Today wise men still search for the truth. And if you seek him, he will find you. Is there room in your heart for him? 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 This Christmas is there room in your heart for him? Is there room in your heart for him? growing up as a child is, um, uh, you know, I, I love the circus growing up. My, my dad used to always take me to the Ringling Brothers circus when it came through town and there were other circuses that would come. And for some reason, I just kind of got obsessed with it tonight. And I, when I was 11 years old, I begged my mom and dad for a unicycle. I saw one in the Sears catalog. And uh, I think it was like 25 bucks or something like that. But I, I begged for a, a one-wheeled bike, a unicycle, because I'd see him in the circus. I thought, man, that would be fun to learn how to ride that, you know. 
So sure enough, one Christmas morning, there it was under the tree. As I say, I was 11. And so I was excited and I took it out, you know, to the driveway and everything and tried to ride it. Well, learning to ride a unicycle can be a painful experience because I just kept falling over and over and kind of skinning up my knees and my elbows and just, but I learned how to ride. I was persistent or masochistic, one of the two. And, um, and eventually learned how to, you know, get a few feet down the driveway on it before I'd fall and then five or 10 feet. And then before you knew it, I was going down the driveway and then down the whole street and the whole neighborhood was watching me and all my friends, the neighborhood kids thought that it was super cool that I could ride a unicycle. Of course, my obsession didn't stop there. A few years later, I saw in a magazine that there there was a unicycle that was six feet high. Um, it was called the Schwinn Giraffe. And uh, the uh, the seat of it was six feet high. So when you sat on it, your head was actually eight or eight and a half feet off the ground. And I thought, wow, I got to get me one of these. So again, I put on the campaign with the parents to get that for me for Christmas. Anyway, it was a fun, fun time. When I think of, of Christmas and being a kid, that's one of my fondest memories. We're, we're getting those unicycles because uh, it was really cool. That is a great story. Thank you for sharing yeah, that with us. <laughs> sure. And thanks for putting out a really fun Christmas album. Well, thanks, Adele. I, I appreciate that so much. Merry Christmas to you and yours, Paul. And I know that you've got some special Christmas music all planned for your church. And oh yeah, <laughs> I'm busy as a as a worship leader. Yeah, you know, there and uh, you know, definitely getting Christmas Eve service going, and then all the different special music things we do around Christmas. You know, mm-hmm. um, but I love it. It's a lot of fun. And it's better than digging a ditch. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Kept your your music roots. It's it's, uh, hard to do, those retired musicians. uh, You're still in the biz. It's still in the work, and uh, that's really great. (laughs) Thanks so much, Paul, for taking the time today. You're welcome, Adele. Anytime. Call anytime. Thank you. All right. Merry Christmas. All right. Merry Christmas to you. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All the music you hear today is available digitally at iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, and stores like that. The songs come from the original albums as well as a couple compilations we put together called Frontline Presents Christmas and Frontline and Friends Christmas Sampler. Les Carlson is the electrifying frontman for Bloodgood and our dynamic host of Frontline Rewind. So, of course, we need to give Les a call for this Christmas show. Hello. Merry Christmas, Les. Hey, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Les, would you please share a Christmas time memory with us? Uh, Yeah, I I really would love to, actually. Um, We kind of have this this tradition every year at Christmas where the family gets together. And I would read out of the uh, uh, Bible, Isaiah 9, and uh, and it would seem like every time that I, I would do it and get everybody's attention, we'd sit around and 
And uh, it didn't matter how many times I told myself, okay, let's try to get through this one without being emotional. Uh, you know, once I get to a certain line in the, in the passage, it would, um, I, I just always would. And uh, it, it goes, the people walking in darkness have seen a great light. And on those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you, as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For unto us a child is born. Beautiful. To us, a child is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. Wow. Okay. I made it through. <laughs> you did. And that's from Isaiah 9? Yes. Isaiah 9, verses 1 through 7. And it's that line, unto us a child is given. It just, every time I hear that, it just really gets me, you know, and and it should, because it, it's God incarnate. It was Jesus being born into this world uh, for the purpose of taking on the sins of the world and dying for our sins and allowing us to, to make it into heaven and have eternal life. And, and uh, so at Christmas time, you know, this is when we remember his birth and uh, on, uh, you know, uh, on this wonderful occasion, we all should just, you know, give thanks and be grateful for the gift that God gave us in Jesus. So, I wrote this song, Child on Earth. And that's on your album, Dangerously Close. Yes. Beautiful. Here's the song, Child on Earth, written by Les Carlson, recorded on Bloodgood's independent album, Dangerously Close. Oh 
YouTube channel for exclusive live performances recorded right here on our Frontline Rewind shows. Mike Stand is the founder and frontman of Alter Boys and Alter Billies. 
Hey, Dale. How you doing? Merry Christmas, Mike. Well, Merry Christmas to you, too. Thank you. How was Thanksgiving? It was dandy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, here we are. We're in the Christmas season. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm glad you reminded me about Joy to the World. I'd forgotten since last Christmas, and I watched it again. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's really fun. Let's put it on the show. What we're going to do on this is a frontline Christmas special, and I'm calling up several artists. And because, you know, we have artists that have such unique Christmas songs. And yep. so I want the artists to talk about, well, you know, why a Christmas song really on an album? They aren't even Christmas albums for the most part. And, you know, what, what inspired those songs and what was going on. And I love uh, that you're going to share about the different um, uh, mission type, you know, uh, play, uh, uh, what do I say, events that you played at over the Christmas holidays, you know. And um, so, uh, yeah, so I'm calling them up and just asking to uh, them to share and then we'll play the song. So I would love it if you would uh, talk about a Christmas time memory and also about how Silent Night ended up, you know, on that <laughs> on Forever Mercy. And and then if you wouldn't mind sharing about the Alter Billy song, we'll play it on the show as well. I'll just get the track, the audio track from you and we'll put that yeah. in there. Okay. That'd be great. No All problem. Right. So I'm going to let you share and talk and i'm just going to keep quiet and we'll record it all okay all right back in the 80s first starting out with alter boys and of course we had all the great happening in orange county with other christian groups like um, undercover lifters chosen ones and we were real real family sometimes dysfunctional family but a, but a great a family nonetheless and every december we come around, and uh, starting in 82, we would always do a Christmas benefit for the Orange Canyon Rescue Mission and benefit for the poor. In fact, I'm looking at some flyers right now. I, I dug up a bit of a uh, pack rat. This one's from 1982, and this was in Buena Park. And Undercover Lifesavers, Alter Boys, Lifters, and The Chosen Ones. And like I said, we did these every year, and they were all memorable and all great. And just a, a good time and for, a, for a good cause. I believe the last one we did it was about 1986-1987, and that was at the Holiday Skate Center in Orange, and we had the Fourth Watch, Common Bond, which of course had Chuck in it, and uh, what was real neat too is we had Steve Taylor came out and played for us. We got a chance to uh, get a chance to participate in it. So those were were great memories for for me and for us and for a great cause and. Of course, the Ultra Boys always did their Christmas song, and our chosen one was uh, Oh Come All Ye Faithful, done real punk rock style. Oh Come All Ye Faithful, Joyful and Triumphant. And we just love loved doing that song. So it was always a, a great spirit of, of the band being together and, and being unified for a cause. And... Uh, doing it also for uh, Orange County Rescue Mission that, uh, as we know, is still doing very, very well today, and I still get a chance to get out there and uh, uh, serve over there once or twice a year playing for them, and great folks and great memories. This next song has a traditional title, but there's nothing traditional about this Christmas punk rock anthem. Here's Silent Night by Alter Boys off their album Forever Mercy.
Wonderful. And then how did Silent Night end up on Forever Mercy? Well, Silent Night was Rick's 
Rick's song uh, that he brought in. We were working with Steve Griffith at the time for 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 Forever Mercy, and uh, he brought that one. And of course, you know the mainly out of out of Luke, and he didn't really tell the story about the birth of Jesus, but done in in a real real unique artsy way way across the fields where the starlight falls on this road to the little town. I mean, very articulate in his writing. I I kind of helped arrange it a little bit. Mostly it was, it was uh, Rick's song, and Steve had the idea of kind of slowing it down and making it a little bit more, I don't want to say plotty sounding, but a little more thoughtful sounding. He also played, uh, helped play, I think, uh, drum, some drums on the track, too. And it was the last song of the... Uh, of the record, and it fit real well and really kind of um, just closed things off real nicely. And then in 2012, we were looking at going into the studio. A friend of ours nearby, Tony Parks, had a small studio, and we were looking to record some songs, and we did, uh, in fact, it was our first batch of recordings that Ultra Billies did. We did a song called Hold On, and we thought, he was putting together a Christmas album, and invited us to play along with it too. And well, first thing I thought it was Silent Night, and then we thought it might be cool to also be cover, you know, uh, a Christmas song. And so we kind of looked through them and decided on some different ones. We thought Joy of the World would be a really nice country version of it or rockabilly version. And I looked around to see if there were any versions of that like that. I didn't see too many at least the way we were doing it. So we kind of you know, designed a little leaning towards definitely Elvis Presley. And we came out really, really good. I recorded that with my Alter Boys Telecaster, which was really, really fun for me to bring out that playing on there. And then we, of course, did the video in 2013. And the song came out really, really nice. And I think, I think still holds up years later as we're talking. Wonderful. Thank you. I love all those memories that go way back, and then you're still able to make some Christmas music come alive today. I'm really fortunate, Adele. <laughs> yeah. I'm really lucky. You know that? I'm lucky. I'm really lucky to be able to, to keep doing this like I am and still kind of come out with some stuff I think is still kind of creative. Mm -hmm. We tend to start losing it in our older years, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm losing it, but at least I can write a little bit. <laughs> well, and you're still so amazing. Your energy level on stage amazes me every time I see you guys. It's such a fun show. I mean, you really get the the crowd, the audience with you, and that's kind of rare, i found, as I watch different bands these days. They... Uh, tend to kind of perform and oh, it's nice you guys showed up, but <laughs> but you always uh, include. Well, you know, I've been doing it for so long. Yeah, you know, and and I think you know, there's there's an experience that comes with that. I mean, gosh, we started '82, so what? We got thirty. I got thirty-four years, thirty-three years. Mm, yeah. And, you know, I'm real fortunate that my body's holding up. Yeah. Yeah, I know, by grace of God, I'm just doing it while I can, because you never know. Mm -hmm. You just don't know. Yeah. Alter Billy's released a rockabilly flavored Joy to the World. You can see it on their video on YouTube, and here it is now. Joy to the world, the 
Cordola is an extraordinary guitarist, composer, producer, and humanitarian. Merry Christmas, Lanny! Well, thank you. Merry Christmas to you. Um, well, today we're calling uh, several artists, those that have written... We have some really unique christmas theme songs on Frontline, which I love, and including your whole album, Blues for the Child, which is one of my Christmas favorites. And, uh, yeah, and so I especially, the song Christmas Lullaby moves me. And Mm. so um, I'd like for you, if you would, to share uh, a Christmas memory or just something maybe about how that whole album came about and then particularly sharing about Christmas Lullaby because it is so unique and powerful. So, um, but what I'd like you to do is just go ahead and share, and I'm just going to listen, and we'll record it. Well, I, I suppose you were originally talking about, uh, you know, a Christmas memory with, with family. So my grandmother, whose name is Beatrice Gibson O'Neill, and in fact, the song Mrs. O'Neill from the Salvation Medicine show is about her was um, the one who was the, the matriarchal figure who really provided a, a magical time at Christmas. So and my birthday's the day before Christmas, so it was this sort of like prolonged, you know, enchantment of, of just, you know, these beautiful um, feelings that they would, they would create in the ambience of the house with all the decorations and the Christmas tree. And, and although they showered us with presents, that really wasn't, you know, the main impetus, the real main thing was just this uh, um, feeling of, of, of security and feeling of love and feeling of, um, of you know, what, what this was all about, which was coming together and uh, sharing these, you know, um, beautiful times together. So I, I suppose we're, because of that, um, that enabled me to, you know, take the metaphor of the one's personal family into the human family. And in particular, those of our human family who, you know, um, have such uh, sufferings and struggles, um, you know, all the time. And to think about that whole part of it. And that's where Christmas Lullaby um, came from, is thinking about that. On this song, Christmas Lullaby, Lanny makes his appeal for peace on Christmas Day. It's sung by Sandra Stevens and James Christian. It's a 
season of grace And the child's face Says it all On Christmas Day If we could all give a little Then the sadness we could endure And God would know His creation was not in vain On Christmas Day When kings and queens march in Gibson's blue-eyed soul sound topped contemporary Christian music charts in the 1990s. He's currently music director at CSN International. Adele? Merry Christmas, John! Hey, Merry Christmas! Thanks for taking my call and for uh, helping us close out this special Frontline Rewind show. Oh, that's my pleasure. Hey, we wanted to... What we're doing is we're calling several Frontline artists and asking them to share a Christmas time memory and maybe even talk about how their Christmas song ended up on an album. There's so many of you that have unique Christmas songs. And so, of course, everybody sing a Christmas song, you know, (laughs) that's a a good way to close the show. And so I was hoping that you would share with us a special Christmas memory. It could be about that song, about that time in your life or anything that you want to share and we're going to record it, and I'm just going to let you talk, and then we'll play the song uh, that you know that following your input. Okay. Um, my my Christmas song story uh, starts with uh, uh, Frontline wanted to put out a uh, kind of a collective album. I believe it was Songs of Healing and Encouragement. I think um, I, I 
you know, I may be wrong on that, but anyway, it was a collection recording and they wanted a Christmas song. Well, I I had just happened to be working on a Christmas song, um, you know, writing one, an original. And uh, I always loved those early 60s R&B Motown Christmas songs, you know, because they were so cool and the chord changes they use and the melodies. And, like, I, I, I always loved Stevie Wonder's Someday at Christmas, uh, you know, just the melodies and the bass line moving around and that whole thing. So I started to write every everybody sing a Christmas song, and, of course, the project... Uh, kind of put it in a deadline zone where I was able to finish it. And I decided that, you know, uh, since, you know, we're going for that 60s Motown sound, why not have Stevie Wonder's bass player come and play on the project, on the song? And so we we had Nate Watts uh, come down to the studio there and lay the bass line. And then we, we went ahead and used uh, Andre Crouch's uh small choir troupe, the McCrary's, to come down and create the choir, you know. So the record is cool because it just has this big, kind of like live in the studio choir, live band Motown kind of sound. We kind of captured the sound of that day. And it's real intense, and I was really happy the way it came out. I played it and so many times and would drive down the road and play it, and it would give me teary-eyed, you know, it moved me, you know, and uh, that's what I was looking for, was just to make a song that would move people, you know, and that song does it for me, you know, so not not just because I wrote it, but just the way it came out, <laughs> you know. <laughs> to close out our Frontline Rewind Christmas special is an upbeat song called Everybody Sing a Christmas Song by John Gibson off the album The Hits. Someone's heart is in your hands You can let your 
On behalf of our Frontline Rewind crew, host Les Carlson, engineer Terrace Kenlin, and myself, Adele Meisenheimer, Merry Christmas. God bless you all. <laughs>